Hey, what's up, listeners? Ted Cluck here. Uh, wanted to give a quick free shout out to a new project of mine, uh, a Substack newsletter. It's a cluck.substack.com. That's K-L-U-C-K.substack.com. It's going to be the new online home of all things Ted Cluck. Columns, columns about sports, columns about life, columns about pop culture, movies, television, and best of all and newest of all, um, some writing on the NFL draft, NFL draft, scouting reports, film study reports that I'm putting together with my son, Tristan Cluck, who's very talented, uh, wanted to launch his work, get it out into the world. Uh, so if you go to cluck.substack.com, uh, you can sign up for free or you can sign up for a little premium, a little tier one subscription, uh, $5 a month or 50 bucks a year. That gets you all the goodies, all the NFL draft content you could want. Uh, in addition to all the columns. So hit up cluck.substack.com. Give us a little premium subscription and we'll see you there. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy because we can. Let's do Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Ted, how are you? I'm doing the throwback. Thro- th- throwback intro. Dude, yeah, that was a bit of a throwback, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's kind of what yeah. you went with for the first couple of months. And Well, uh, it, you know, it, it, it's technically still there. It's yeah, just it's still there. We can, we, we can use know? it whenever we want. but uh, We can. It's our thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. We had a little snow day yesterday, so a uh, yeah, little, little okay. bit of an ice storm here in Tennessee, which is uh, a novel occurrence yeah. every everybody here in the mid-south kind of freaks out when that happens so we got a little so, little day at home so you have to tell me if your experience there in tennessee during a snowstorm is the same as my experience here in the C- greater seattle area okay yeah. now you didn't grow you grew up in michigan right i grew up in indiana so, northern indiana oh, indiana and then okay. lived in michigan right. yeah Okay, all right. So you lived in Michigan, so yeah. you know you know what bad winters are. Oh yeah, very right? much so. So I grew up in eastern Washington, which is is you know different climate than western. Sure. Right. So I grew up with bad winters also. Yeah. Right. And the thing I want you to tell me what your experience is because my experience out here is if it if it even if it if we have the hint of snow. Like snow doesn't even even have to be on the ground. Uh-huh. Just just it just on the fork, just on the weather app, yeah. right? People all of a sudden decide that they don't know how to drive anymore. Yeah, and it's all over the place, and yeah. they are driving at least twenty miles an hour, either faster than they normally do or slower. Yeah. And there's no there's no barometer whatsoever. Like nobody knows how to drive in the snow out here. And yeah. it drives me crazy, and I comment on it yeah. every year. Yeah, and it's one of the one of the main things that my wife tells me I sound like such an old man about because yeah. it's literally something I talk about every year. Do you, do you have that same experience there in Tennessee? 
Well, I think what you're going through is that like, yeah, t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me let walk, me w- walk me through this, Ted. Let me I put mean, you on I, the I chase lounge, there, buddy. I'm yeah. gonna do a little counseling Appreciate of my it. own here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I think what you're going through is you're you're trying to <laughs> reap the only benefit of hard winters, which is being I'm. I'm smug about hard winters guy. Like, yeah, dude, I, I kind dude, of you're feel smug superior. about what what a good yeah what a good driver you are, dude. How not a big deal it is, um, and that's a real temptation in my heart down here too. Because yes. like people it's will true. they will freak out. I I haven't noticed the driving thing too much, but like the trigger is just real quick on closing things down here. It's like the that first flake mm. of snow gets in the air, and it's like. Hey, are we still having small group? You know, small group still happening. Like, yeah, um, you know, schools are shutting down like a day in advance of the the first snowflake. <laughs> it's kind of a wild deal, dude. And people and people are like ransacking the grocery stores. Like, sure. if, if we have a half an inch of snow predicted, like they're they're hitting that milk. They're they're buying bread. They're buying things they never buy. You know, just delaying right. supplies. It's kind of wild, but right. But yeah, no. As a as a miserable northerner for many, many years of my life, like really being smug about it is all you have. Because I can tell you from having moved to the South and loving it down here, I, I just adore it down here. Living up there is no way to live, dude. It's a hard life mm-hmm. and it takes a, it takes its toll on your emotions. Here's the emotional like, you know, deal with me with winters up in Michigan. It was always like November, I'm kind of charmed. December, yeah. I'm like, oh, white Christmas. I love right. it. How you know, idyllic. January, I'm sliding into deep despair. <laughs> February, it's suicidal, right? <laughs> February, it's like keep me away from sharp objects and like off of high bridges and stuff like that. Yeah. You go full George Bailey. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. March. Ted's, Ted's hanging around the overpass a whole lot. I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Ted's hanging around the overpass. Bit of a deal. Let's keep him away from there. March is tanning bed season, right? March is oh okay. In order to not kill myself, I'm laying under a sun lamp. Yeah, and that was my deal in Michigan for like 15 years. It was awful, and now yeah. I'm here and I'm I'm exponentially happier for it. But uh, yeah, but no, man, you hang on to that smugness. It's all you got, you know. Well, so, it really is, you know. Yeah. And and you you really hit the nail on the head when you talked about the superior driving skills because that is the point of mm. that is the point of conversation. Is you know. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Because, and then the line is, I know how to drive in the snow. Yeah, I know how to drive. Right. In the, it, dude, it's one yeah. of my favorite old man personas. <laughs> it is, dude. And I, I embrace it fully. And here's the thing. There are some personas that I will embl- embrace knowingly. Yeah. This one, liter- it literally just manifested. I did nothing mm. to to mm. to curate this. It literally, yeah. it spawned out of the depths of my heart. See? Like, like. I'm you seeing know. it from a thousand foot view, though. Like I'm seeing it from afar, uh, yeah. because your your wife, respectfully, and you, you're in it. You're you're with it every day. But mm. for me, I'm like, no. He grew up in Eastern Washington, bit of a farm boy. Yeah. Like you've got, you've got all the ingredients for driving related smugness. It's and true. you know, ev- almost everybody in that same situation would be smug in that same way. And it's like. Being smug about driving and assuming that like you're the only one who knows how to drive is such a funny old man thing, and I, I yeah. do love it. Yeah, and it makes me think now what other things because because you're right. Like yeah. I, I am, I am, I have a lot of farm boy uh, tendencies. Yeah, because of where I grew up. Yeah, I can be a bit of a redneck. Yeah, 
in in uh, you know definitely in the way that I that I talk. Yeah. Uh, and you know the things that I enjoy, yeah. and it makes me think. And I don't know. I don't know if this is an actual conversation, but yeah. like, what other what other persona, like what other th- uh, like like places in the United States deliver that same smugness? Because I feel like oh, the yeah. farm boy smugness yeah. is a very specific smugness. Dude, here's another that, farm boy smugness. Yes, tell nobody, me. Nobody else has a work ethic. Nobody knows how Dude, to work see, around here. Okay, you're me. right though. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Nobody knows how to work these days. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with a buddy from church. Yeah, like people show up late. Yeah, like who shows up late to ch- like or who shows up late to work? Yeah, like it, dude. It's I true, know. though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A, this is a fun game. Yeah. You need to. You need to keep psychoanalyzing me, Ted. Yeah. This is yeah. What, dude, what else can I fix today? This is really rewarding for me. It really. It really feels good it, to be able to. It's help rewarding you in this for way. me too. I feel like yeah. the layers are coming off. The layers are coming off. They, hey, you know what? The walls are finally coming down. They're finally coming. down. And we're down. finally if, communicating. You know, it's true. We've been talking it's past true. each other all these years. I think they call this a breakthrough. This is a breakthrough, dude. You're gonna hang up this call and you're gonna bring your lady in and be like, you know what? I've been smug about the driving all these years yeah. and about my work, my superior work ethic, and yeah. all the all the. Other- Will I change? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, but I but I see it now. Yeah, you see you it, know? and that's step one, dude. I that's see it. Step one of healing, right? Yes, it is. It is step one of healing. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you another smug thing. Okay, <laughs> and, and let's, let's, this, let's keep this, digging, buddy. The, okay, this you is know, a real your, one. Your time, your time's up. I'm looking at that clock, and I'm putting my uh, yeah. notebook away and stuff. But you can keep going. We've we've gone past the hour, and now yeah. I'm on double time. Like exactly. like my insurance is no longer covering time and this. a half. Yeah, you're going right, out exactly. of pocket for this. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, this is this is another smug thing, but this is hundred percent real yeah. because I have said this in absolute earnest, and it drives my wife crazy. Okay, okay. I think it's beneficial for everyone at least once in their life to butcher some animal. It's butcher some animals to see where their food comes from. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like like if you're gonna continue to enjoy this beautifully packaged chicken. Mm. And pork and yeah. steak, yeah. you got to do the work in, man. Uh, you got yeah. You got to put in. the work in. Yeah, know that animal, know it inside now. You got to, you yeah. got to put the, you got to, you got to, you got to bring it down. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. skin it, yeah, and do the work, and it make you appreciate it. All do these people, the, do man, do the work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm telling you, yeah. So let's let <laughs> animals is quite the. There's, there's something that happens, <laughs> dude. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my counselor kind of questioning to you then and ask mm. like what is this smugness is it satisfying for you what is it delivering mm. you know at at the end of the day yeah. like you know when it when it's just you in the dark in the dark room in the quiet moments like is the smugness delivering you know I I, I sit I sit in the dark mm-hmm. in my plaid and 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 complete superiority Mm. and you know what Mm. i feel good (laughs) yeah dude you drive that car perfectly home at the end of the day and you i i drive that car looking around at the scattered wasteland of abandoned vehicles from all these city slickers that don't understand how how snow works how to drive in a half look at all these I look yeah. at all these people, all these, all these, all these wannabes, all these wannabe men at, yeah. at Safeway Ooh. buying buying their their bags of chicken. Uh huh. And you know they don't know. They don't. They don't know what I've been through. They don't know me. Yeah, they've never. They don't know what I've been through. Butchered a chicken. They've never plucked they, one. They've, ne- they've never done that. They haven't done the hard yeah. work. 
Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. here's yeah. another thing were... I bet you do and that you're smug about. Tell me okay. if I'm right on this one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so you, you wheel that vehicle into uh, a parking lot. It's a crowded parking lot. Okay? Oh, yeah. You're going to a movie. Double or, park automatically. Well, so or you're, you're going to... Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to the grocery store, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're driving that big truck of yours. We're not compensating for anything, okay? We're no, not gonna, nothing We're not going to cover that in this session. But it's you're just, just lifted because I like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You like to be up high like that. No yeah. no Freudian anything going on there. So, nothing. Dude, you're driving that big piece, that big uh, that, that big pickup truck. You're backing yeah. it in, dude. And you don't care oh, how yeah. many people you inconvenience. Dude, there the there might be a row, of, a row of cars like waiting to get by. You're doing that back in. Uh, as a point of pride, I know you're a back in guy. Are you? If I have the option to back in, I yeah. will. <laughs> it's just more convenient. It's more convenient, dude. Who? I can like for you, not for the <laughs> dozens of people you're inconveniencing okay. while you back in. Okay, but but here's okay, but 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 mm-hmm. point. If I'm not, if I'm not making anybody wait, yeah. If nobody's waiting for me, the back in method is mm-hmm. is highly superior. Yeah. Now, were you a little bummed when, and again, I'm still counseling. You're still in the Chase Lounge. Were That's you, okay. Were this you saddened yet, by the development a few years ago of the backup cameras? Because I feel like it took a mm. skill that was like hardwired into you due to being a farm kid, and it kind of made it, it put it on the table for the common man. So it kind of, it, in a sense, and stay with me, it sort of leveled the playing field a little bit. Yeah, you know, and I don't like people being on my level. Yeah, exactly. You know, I yeah. mean, that's just that's just that that is that is just the truth. You know that, and and all these cars now mm-hmm. have automatic parallel parking. Oh man! Like you don't need to you don't need to learn the skill. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. What's our do world people, coming to? Do 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 people even change their own windshield wiper fluid anymore? Oh boy! Don't even get me started on that one. I'm telling you, Ted, this world's falling apart. The youth of our nation, man. Do you feel like you're full of anger? I mean, you know, <laughs> depends on how much I think and talk about it. Because I'm hearing some you things. Know? You know, as, you know, as your counselor, I'm hearing some things. Yeah, it definitely it comes out in the shower. I'm seeing know? some patterns. Yeah, you're see, crying see, in the yeah, shower yeah. like Tobias yeah. Funke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never nude. You got your little jean shorts on there in the yes, shower. Yes, yes. There's dozens of us. Yeah. Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> love it oh my goodness that's funny all right ted well i i want to thank you mm-hmm. i feel i feel like a a burden has been lifted i feel like i i know myself better yeah. than i perhaps have ever in my well, life this show is about healing it's about the journey okay yeah um yeah. we're we're always in process we're always we're always healing so that's right i'm i'm happy to be a part of it hashtag cluckcast counselor that's right. I like it. I yeah. like it. Ted, before we continue in our rep today, man, you have some promos for us. We want to make sure because uh, after all this podcast is literally named after you, yeah. that uh we give you the the rights due to you yeah. for that honor. So you have uh you got a couple a couple promos that, yeah. that that you want to throw to our people. Dude, is that hard for you still the name thing? Are we still grinding an axe about that? I love the in, name. The, in the in the still no, small that, moment that was of the not, night. That, yeah. <laughs> that was not that was not at all. That wasn't a shot cuz it felt like a little bit of a That was not at all a shot. Felt like no. a shot across my bow a little bit. 
It you was know? I. You know what, Ted? I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you telling me that. Yeah, I can tell you from the depth of my heart that it was not. Because once I start being tender in this way as a counselor, I, it's hard for me to shut it off. It's not like hey, a light you know switch. What? You know that's that that that's what I love about you. Yeah, it really is. It All was heart. not not a shot whatsoever. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, I do have some things to promote, man. Thank you yes. for for asking and for giving me the space. Um, we've got a, a little, safe space. Yeah, we got a little book out, dude. Taking the children's book world by storm. It's called The Dog Lives. Uh, illustrated by the great Megan Barada, written by me. Uh, the third in a series of graphic novels starring a kid named Flex. And this one's delightful. It's charming. It's about a boy and his pet, and the pet lives. Um, it's a great time. Run to Amazon. Just type in The Dog Lives by Ted Cluck, or just type in Ted Cluck. And go on a little journey through uh, through all my books, my counseling titles, uh, <laughs> my self help work, um, yes. my Why Are You So Smug series about, yes. about parking and backing in and all these things. But uh, check out the dog lives. Uh, let's do a little five star Cluckcast Army. Mm-hmm. Um, let's 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 do the work, right? I know you didn't grow up on a farm like Josh. You know you might be a lazy bag of hair. You probably are if you didn't grow up on a farm. But mm-hmm. let's overcome. Okay, let's work through it. Um, yep. Let's let's drag yourself over to the computer and uh, write write up a little five star, little fawning review for the boy for the dog lives and uh, brand new project Josh Loftus. Yeah, I just started a Substack with my son Tristan. Um, there you go. Tristan's twenty. He's a, a business economics student at Union, and we've been writing these NFL draft scouting reports just kind of for each other for years. And it occurred to me this year, the kid's got some talent. Like he's yeah. got a good eye for tape. Uh, he's got a good ear for writing, and he's sending me these scouting reports. And I'm like, man, these are these are really good. Uh, I need to find a way to to launch these out into the world. So we started a Substack. Uh, it's going to be much more than NFL draft content. We're going to have columns, old and new, um, some vintage ones, some brand new things. Um, so and it's the only online home of of Ted Cluck. So. No social media, no blog, no website, no anything except the Substack. So uh, check it out. It's at cluck.substack.com, cluck.substack.com. Love it. Love it. Ted, would you say that that having zero social media whatsoever is a point of smugness for you? Yeah, I would, dude. I would. would. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, this and counseling, yeah, this counseling street runs both ways, doesn't it? I mean, hey, you know? we're just we're just beggars showing other other beggars where to find bread, Ted. That's it, dude. If you're taking the guard down, I'm taking it down too, right? That's right. We're, That's right. We're tearing walls down this morning. Yeah. Would you Would you but, say you 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 feel superior for not having the Facebook, the the Twitter, the Instagram? Yeah, I don't know that. Like, feeling superior is the way to say it. I don't know that I ever really feel superior. I would like to try it. Like feeling su- people who I can tell feel superior. It looks like they have a lot of fun with it. You, you should. Know? You, you, you know, <laughs> I'd you like know to feel you, superior. You know what you should try, Ted. What? You, sh- you should try feeling superior. I, I, hey, listen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you know. telling me. I, I would love to. And and yeah. like I, I've tried to do the hard work of feeling superior, but like yeah. I just can't. I can't sort of deliver the feeling to my heart, and I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of I've hit a wall. You know, I've hit a yeah. wall on that. On that, so I, I would enjoy it. I wouldn't say I feel superior. I just here's my thing vis-a-vis smugness. Mm. Like I like feeling different, and mm. yeah. if, if everybody's like 
wearing the same shirt, I like to wear a different shirt. Or if everybody's on social media, I like to not be on it. You know? Yes. So I, I think my yeah. smug thing is just going the other way on things. And um, that's, that's probably an issue for me, honestly. It's mm. probably something I need to deal with. I need to get in the chair. I need to do the hard work, you know. Or, or here's the thing: go buy yourself some chickens. Yeah. Right. Raise those suckers up. Yeah. And then butcher them. Yeah. All right. And then KK can use it for her, you know, her wonderful, you know, cooking business. Speaking of KK, and, you want to you want to hear yeah. a thing that that she and I were insufferable about, like early. Early in our marriage, early in our church lives, we were smug yes. about this thing together. Tell me. Like, well, nobody <laughs> nobody in this small group or whatever, nobody knows how to go deep except us. No. Right? Like, nobody. That's our thing. That's our nobody purview. Go, nobody yeah. goes deeper than us. That's right. Everybody's shallow. Everybody, yep. <laughs> gosh, we were horrible, dude. Uh, I would like to travel back in time and like smack the bleep out of the oh. like 25 year old version of myself so r- r- real talk no sat- no satire i would do dude yeah. i not not you me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would like to go back in time and- i would like to go back and smack you too yeah yeah wow <laughs> that hurts my feelings a little bit yeah that's um, right that's right no. okay so so tell me what yeah. what what is this thing wait which thing the thing that you and KK were no, that was it. We, we we were insufferable oh. about being like the deep couple in the small. Oh, you gotcha, know? gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like everybody's yep. everybody just show. Sorry, so I thought you, I thought I thought you were yeah. talking about me and you. No, no. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, <laughs> dude, no. Wow, you were just like <laughs> was, superimposing just, your twenty-year-old <laughs> self into my marriage. Like, wow, this took a turn, dude. So what dude. I'm hearing is you wanted to be married to me at twenty at twenty-three. <laughs> It's turned into like the Michael Gungor podcast, you know. Dude, well, I heard, I heard. This is this is what I heard. I heard like, like, I heard you say, like, uh, nobody is as smug as us. Yeah. And then he's like, and then and then and then I was like, tell me, tell me. And you're like, well, hey, because nobody goes as deep as us. I thought you were referring to the counseling thing again, dude. No, I'm like, no, no, no. no like tell me. me. And, yeah, me and my wife in our early twenties. Yeah, I, now I understand. Yeah, right. You know, as a counselor, though, I can see how. <laughs> I'm it's, just trying to, you know, I'm trying to empathize. Like, yeah, like when you say I hear, you know, we can start to use some of that language in our sessions if that would help yeah. you. You yeah. know, it can yeah. sometimes be helpful to frame things that way. Yeah. And when I say I hear, it means I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I feel I am. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, the deep couple, man. That So that yeah, is a legitimate, couple. that is a legitimate Especially in the young adult ministry, dude. Totally, you have you have the couple who's like, you know, guys, marriage is going to be tough. Yeah. All right, and we know because we've been married for six months, dude. (laughs) Oh, okay. So no satire, right? Real talk here. That couple drives me crazy. Yeah, dude. That's a bit of a handful, isn't it? It is. Mm -hmm. It is a massive handful because it's so real. Yeah. And it happens. You have that couple who's been married nine months, mm-hmm. right? And you know, behind behind doors, like mm-hmm. they are like fighting like cats and dogs because they Throwing don't know how to, to communicate. They yeah. don't know how to communicate. Yeah, right? for sure. And but dude, yeah, like like they talk about they they it's 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 this it's this faux vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what kills me. Is yeah. Real vulnerability is good and healthy. Yeah. And but I can tell when it's real and when it's when it's curated. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? I, I do. And I think it's because man, in the in the broken way of the human heart, but also in the broken way of of just 
how things have devolved over the decades. Like vulnerability mm. has become like a leverageable quality. You know what I mean? Whereas it yeah, it just it wasn't has. 25, 30 years ago, nobody was talking about how vulnerable they were as like a look at me thing. Right. But now it's very much like leverageable, platformable. And in fact, if you're not doing it, you're sort of considered to be less of an authority, less of a voice, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, we've just taken a strange pivot, I think, societally into people feeling like they need to have that club in their bag and like some people feeling like they have to use it all the time, you know? Well, it, it, it creates like this competition too of like, totally. like, like, okay, like, like when, you know, kids would go around and share their, share their, their testimonies, yeah. right? And then you're always feeling inferior because your testimony's not as good as this guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, I don't have a back. It's just, you know, guys, I've got a pass of mm-hmm. just, you know, being a ladies man. Yeah. Just the, uh, the women loved me. Yeah. You know, I did some drugs on the side. But Consummate it was really, stick, man. Yeah. Oh, it, was really, it was really about the women, let me yeah, tell yeah. you, man. Like, I've lived that life. Right. You don't want that life. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're just like that guy. But they go on and right. on for 20 minutes, like, yes. like, in a way that makes you sound like, maybe I do want that life. <laughs> maybe, you know? maybe like, you're really I do. You're making it sound good here, bub. In you fact, know? I think you still want that life. <laughs> I'm exactly. not convinced you're not in that life now. Right. You know? But that's what, like, that faux vulnerability does. And mm-hmm. it, it does it. And and where I where I really see it, and this is what frustrates me too, mm-hmm. is I see so many young young guys in ministry, just to kind of bring it into yeah. kind of my world a little bit, yeah. who have been you know who have been in ministry for a year, and they're like, all right, like let me tell you, mm-hmm. let me tell you the things that I've learned, and I'm just like, dude, you haven't even. Like you haven't even gotten your feet wet yet, and it's just it, there's just this desire, I think, and it's curated, I think, by social media and just by our culture to to be seen as an authority on something, mm-hmm. and you want to be seen as an authority on something before you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the that's a that's a great point, and like the status conferral vehicles have changed, right? Like twenty thirty years ago, it was television and book like that's that's what conferred status mm. like if you were a pastor and you had a book 30 years ago it was a big deal yeah if you're a pastor and you have a book now it's just like you're a pastor you know everybody right. north of like 35 has a book deal yeah. and it doesn't mean anything anymore and moreover like having followers on social media has really kind of usurped television as like the great confer of status and mm. It seems easier for people. It seems closer at hand. So you get a lot of guys who just spend a lot of time doing it yeah. and and trying to trying to hit this bullseye of, I got to be the right kind of vulnerable. I got to be the right kind of impressive. I've got to be good looking. I've got to have the right outfit. I got to be all these things so that people will like me, follow me, whatever. And it's just, a, it looks exhausting. Well, and it makes me think too what what the net result is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, in the next because I think we're already starting to see it. Yeah, like I think I think we're starting to see the effects of kind of the whole celebrity pastorism and thing, things like that. And, and yeah. I mean, I mean, things that 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 you wrote on years ago with the whole emergent church thing. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think you guys had some really poignant points and insights in that book that I think we're still seeing consequences from. Yeah, but I think this new this new wave of like celebrity pastorism. I think I think 
and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. Yeah. I think it was born out of the emergent church culture and now is create is now turning into its own thing. That's going to need it's it's going to need faithful people to address all over again. Yeah. Um I I agree somewhat. You know, I I basically agree. I I think our tribe did a lot of it too though. Because, like, look, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Smartphones and social media hit everybody at the same time. And it, w- it was kind of the great equalizer. Like, conservative theologian, liberal theologian, you know, they were all mashing buttons on their phones at the same time. They were all starting Twitters. They were all like trying to build that little platform online. And, like, mm-hmm. it really took, it took everybody down the same roads. And now, yeah, now you're just starting to see the fruit of it, right? And the fruit yeah. generally isn't that good. And, um, you know, it's going to be something that, like, both sides of the theological aisle have to, you know, kind of decide to challenge them themselves on. And, you know, Carl Truman is kind of the only one writing or talking about this right now. And everybody, it's it's funny, people's relationship with Carl Truman, because... Out of one side of their mouths, everybody in our tribe was like, oh my gosh, so insightful. Thank you, Carl Truman. Rise and triumph of the modern self. We love it, you know. Um, but at the same time, they're like, hold my single origin roast while I tweet 85 times a day. And like, <laughs> so they're, they're in one sense affirming it, in an, but in action, they are doing the very thing that he cautions against. And I think, yeah. you know, I, I think it is going to come to bear in some way. Um, and I haven't handled it perfectly either. And there, there's, there's some like performative preening audience chasing on my end that like I have to probably deal with too. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of gross, you know? So yeah. I think it, it may have started in the, I, I think the emergent church part of it, and this was maybe what you were conveying is the sort of wet fingertip to the wind, what focus groups is cool. And I'll try to do that thing to sure. get more people right. to like me. And I think that that was something that the emergent church did a brisk business in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if we're going to give again, this is, this is what we do on this podcast. We're getting super serious now. Right. But, but if, if, if we're going to give, let's say young pastors, just a bit of advice to not do that. You as someone who yeah. has kind of shunned the social media and maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even from, from that, what advice would you give somebody who's looking at either ministry or looking at writing or looking yeah. at, you know, something, some, some field that you and I are in and, and they're yeah. like, you know what, I'm going to try to stake my claim yeah. and make a name here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, like, what, what are you telling this kid? You know, this 20 year old kid that's looking at seminaries thinking he's going to be the next, you know, yeah, the next uh, insert Whoever. famous pastor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would tell him, just be a pastor. You know, you probably don't need a doctorate right away or ever. Um, So there's that. You don't need a book deal. Just be a pastor. Like, just love and care for your your people. And if the Lord has things for you to do in the area of writing or publishing or even, like, further education at some point, he'll do it, you know, and he'll make it clear but especially with pastors, just be a pastor. Like that's hard enough to get good at. And it's probably honestly a lifetime project, right? Mm-hmm. It, it probably takes 
the balance of your adult life for most people to really be good at it. So like commit yourself to it. And I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody because I'm only one person, but I can, I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, the pastoral staff at my church, by and large, they're only trying to be pastors and I massively respect it. Like from where I sit, at least like I love that they're not on Twitter all day long and I love that they're not chasing you know, book deals and conferences, and they're just dudes who love the word and who love their people really well. Mm-hmm. And I see that in them, and I see that genuineness, and I'm so drawn to it. Yep. And I, I respect it, and I love it. What What about you? Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, I definitely co-sign 100% on everything that you just said. Um, I think having having a realistic expectation of yourself, I think, is something that a lot of people lack and i know that i struggle to keep myself like just having having some self-awareness again i think is something that a lot of people lack and that you know you're not you are most likely 99 percent chance of not becoming a massive hit yeah that's and right. that's and that's okay mm-hmm. right i think we have this expectation that it's definitely in our culture with social media and the whole influencer culture that's mm-hmm. happening right now that has crept into the church that in order to be effective, mm-hmm. in order to be an, an actual asset to the church, it mm-hmm. requires that you have a big voice and a big platform. Yeah. And those two do not correlate. Yeah. Right. And too many people conflate those two things and conflate following with success. 100%. And that's not true. Yeah. All right. If the Lord in his sovereignty decides to give you a massive platform, then use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Don't use it to promote yourself. Use it to promote Christ and his gospel. But yeah. don't make that your goal. Don't make yeah. the book deal your goal. Don't make the followers your goal. Don't make, you know, becoming whatever it is that you want to be your goal. Make make loving Christ and his people the goal. And yeah. God is going to equip you to do that in the way that he wants. And it's most likely not going to be being an influencer on YouTube. Yeah. And you need to get to the point to where you're okay with that. Because mm-hmm. if there's any part of you that sees that and you're like, oh, but that's what I want to, then I would humbly, I would, as, 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 as lovingly as I can, I would humbly say that you don't actually want to serve God's people. You just want to be known. Yeah. And, and right. I get it. As somebody who. Oh, 100% I get it, dude. Yeah. As somebody who, like, especially in my 20s, like, very desperately wanted to be known, right? Yeah. And, yeah, it's insidious. You know, it is, and, it, and, it, and part of it's tied up in growing up in a small town and and feeling invisible or anonymous for much of my, you know, young life or whatever. Sure, like you, sure. you really do desperately want to just like prove yourself and prove that you can do it and that you exist and all that. But, um, you know that that also was just a lot of sin nature. You know, yeah. so much in retrospect, grossness and sin in my own heart that I still have to crucify to this day. Um, and yeah, if you're, if you're called to the pastorate, yeah, like you and I both have a very high view of that calling, right? And mm-hmm. if you're called to that, you know, you're probably maybe concurrently dying to your desire to, to self-promote, you know, or yeah. at least ideally you are. Yeah. Um, you know, to do it well, but but it, it is strange how those two things have become conflated and how, this, this is the thing that, that I think I struggle with, how culturally we've just accepted it, 
you know, like nobody. Yeah. Well, and and encouraged it. That's it. Yeah. With the you exception know? of Carl Truman, again, shout out Carl Truman. Like nobody's Sorry. nobody's sounding the warning bells really on this thing, sure. and and nobody's taking it seriously. And it's and it's just very strange. Yeah. Um, in the same way that we, you know, give an eight year old a smartphone that will for sure addict them to porn, and then will later addict them to, yeah. you know performing all the live long day on social media like i don't know i I, th- I think the warnings should be heated and listened to a little bit more i would agree with that yep. yeah i agree with that 100 man yeah yeah i think people just people just you know you know what they need to do they just need to grow up on a farm yeah You're right yes they need to, they, yep they need to they need to buy some chickens yeah all right they need to know what it's like yeah, they right, need to they, take that gigantic truck, which again is not compensating for anything. That's not, not at what all. we're saying. No, you know, no, the, I don't. The, I I don't have dualies in the back for any other reason other than I like dualies, dude. That's it. You like dualies, and you need to do some hauling once a year. You got to drive like some shrubbery home from Home Depot or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. You need to you need to get that big truck, and you need to start backing it in. Yes, right? you got to back it in, back it in. Yep. Yep, I want to see yep. you back that thing up and, and turn off the backup camera. Let's do it analog, old school, like the old farmers used Crank to do. Crank that neck around, dude. Crank that neck around. I want to see you working arm that on steering the, wheel. Arm, yeah. on the, arm on the uh, passenger seat. Arm on the seat. thing there. Yeah, that's right, right? dude. Yeah. Right. Get the big oversized mud flaps. Yeah. Like, I want to hear those suckers when you're driving down I-5. Sure. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That, 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 that's what people need to do. Yeah. And then they, everything will be better. They need to inconvenience a lot of other people. And you that's know what? how that's how you do it. That's how that the, is the key. That, that's, that's how you become a real man. That, you know? That's the key. That's the key right You're, there. I need that vehicle to be big and loud and in yeah. everyone's way all the time. And that'll your make success you success yeah. is not determined by your worth. It is determined by the number of people you have inconvenienced in a 24-hour span. That's really it, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, if, if we get really down to it, brass dude. tacks here, is ca- one counselor Let's doing an, to another? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we be honest with Can we be honest with each other, Ted? A little, yeah. little, little table talk. That's honestly what it is. That's it. Yeah. 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 That hundred <laughs> percent. All right, listeners. Well, you have heard what we have given to you <laughs> you have heard our offerings to put a very fine point on it you've listened to our voices for 36 listened, minutes you have listened to us you have heard us now go and do so forth yeah go and buy some products because buy, we're not hey. about fame but please buy my book please give exactly. it a phonic five-star review yes um, all of that yeah head to go go give a review to flex three the dog lives and by dog he means cat Subscribe to Ted's uh, Substack, of which we will throw uh, the link in the description here. It'll be on the socials as well. Yep. All right. Uh, give us a like and review uh, on Apple. If you are on Apple, mm-hmm. I see the numbers. I see who's listening on Apple, mm-hmm. right? And we do not have reviews that correspond with the number of listeners on Apple. Help us mm-hmm. out, guys. That's if a little you're accountability on Apple, there. Yeah. It is a little, hey, that's what we do here. Yeah. All right. We love you. Therefore, we hold you accountable. Heart to heart. Right. Are we doing ministry here? What are we even doing? Well, you know? Uh, yeah. do, are we even in a relationship? Like, let's start <laughs> defining right. terms here. We have that's to start. It. You got to put some skin in the game yep. and skin give us game. skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Give us a little five star. Give us a little five star review on Apple. Just scroll down. Hit that five star. Write us a little something, something. We love would it. really, really appreciate it. And then we will, we will, we will see progress happen. Mm. That's how that's how progress moving forward. That's what we want. Here we'll see growth and healing, I think, which is what we're what we're really after on this show. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just just one step closer to that massive lifted dually truck. Keep digging. Keep doing Keep the work. Digging. Keep yeah. pressing. 
Yeah. Keep pressing in, people. That's right. We thank you. We love you. We'll catch you on the next episode of Clock. Later. Later.